Aren't you tired of the same content, the same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery? It's weird at this point. Media Den wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high-quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. Media Den provides short-form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you, but save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcasts. Media Den Network. It's all in the content. This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. That I spent on music, I knew it would work. Kept records of the sleepers. I was something like a clerk, real rap. Just in case you all forgot, I still rap. Pray to God, real talk, but you'll never forget. As soon as I shake your hand, understand that I am the realest one out here that you have ever done met. Yeah, shout out to the fans, do my plans like I can't control my paper, real talk. I'm forever in debt. Do the math like how far I'm truly coming proper, cause a brother still raps, don't you ever Really what it is, is is dudes really just knew exactly what they was talking about and how to execute it. You know what I'm saying? So when you have guys like that around LeBron and AD to be able to do stuff like that, dog, it just it just raises the floor at that point. You know what I mean? So it's it's really now with with Ham's situation is just more of just like bruh, like he think he thinks that the only reason why uh, the Lakers won in 2020 is because of the defense, and that's not true. You feel me? Like, LeBron and AD were on God level. You feel me? They were on AD God. AD especially. Uh, yeah. Bron, he's been constant since pretty much year two, right? But, bruh, bruh. But the AD man was, was on another level. The man was on – the man was, was in MVP talks. That year and the year the, that year afterwards, Braun, he was in MVP to, like in top rankings of MVP talks. Well, yeah, he was still a top three, top five player at that point in time in his career, even though he was thirty five years old. You see uh, what I'm, I'm talking about specifically AD, um, his ability to shoot, which went away when he gained muscle. His yeah. ability to command the defense and play the weak side even more because he was he was an actual four man with Javel McGee at the five. Um, and as well as the not only the shooters around you guys, but the two-way guys. You look at a guy like Kuzma, who's, you know what I'm saying, the number one guy in Washington. He's pretty much a fourth and fifth option at that particular point in time, who's playing elite defense. Caruso yeah. is a first-team all-defense guy. Uh, Dwight Howard is one of the greatest defenders to ever take a breath. It's a lot of moving pieces Thanks. in that 2020 team, which is why I tell people, even though I would take probably 2013 Braun, if you talk about a complete team that LeBron has ever had, it's 2020. Word. It's yeah. When you yeah, look at just resumes and just the way how guys was able to fulfill their roles, like to a T. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's really what it is with the Lakers. That's what the Lakers really need. And to be to be quite frank, the the biggest thing that they do need is just a three level uh, a three level score. A guy that can initiate offense, that can initiate um, attack offensively. Really, just give him the ball and let him be the first one to make attacks. Hey man, say, I told you I was gonna give it up today, wasn't I? What? Hey, why AR out there looking like a cone? 
Oh, you know Halloween what? Halloween was in October. Why are you out here dressing up like a cone? Man, you know what? Let's, let's, you know what? We ain't even start. Obviously, you know, everybody, y- y'all hear me and Rilla talking. We're, we're just having like just a whole conversation about the Lakers, but welcome to another episode of Real Hoops, man. Um, yes, we're not even going to get into our intros, whatever the case may be, because we can really get into just AR. Um, right. There's a big like explanation with that, but what's good? How how you been? What's how has your day been? Anyway, my day been good, man. Um, I've been chilling, bro. This this year, full of just uh, eye opening things on a personal level, on a business level. Uh, I just feel like I'm getting on the highway and I'm about to take off. If that makes any sense, that's where I'm at right now. So, yeah, yeah. big things coming up with the pod, big things coming up with you know what I'm saying real as a brand, music, you know what I'm saying merch. Hopefully by the end of the year, um, I just feel like I'm getting on the highway though. I feel I feel decent. How about you? I was literally telling somebody the other day that I feel like 2024, and I'm normally not the person to say, you know, oh, this is Same. my year, but Same. I don't know. It's something about 2024, dog. Yeah, yeah. I it's something about too. it. Yeah, you yeah. do, right? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that, bro, to be real. But bro, I just I, feel like niggas been taking LD pack a couple years, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you at the personal level, boy, but from 2020 to 2023, it was L-centric for me. I you wouldn't even say that it was mostly L's, but it was just, I don't know. It, it just felt like, I don't know, man. It, it felt like... Um, Limbo? Yeah. That's what uh, it felt like. It felt, felt like, like you was just in limbo, sure, like, like you was in what's purgatory going on right in that bit. Yeah. yeah like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt in three years, bro. But it's just, I don't know. I feel like not only is folk older, but just got a more handle on a lot of different things, just from all aspects, bro, emotionally, you know what I'm saying, financially, spiritually, all of that, you feel me? Mm-hmm. It's just, the more that life goes by, bro, you take certain notes of certain things that happen, and you know how to, you know what I'm saying, pivot from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got any goals for 2024? Um, I'm trying to get a million streams, you know what I'm saying, on a music Ooh-wee. level. Ooh-wee. That number one. Uh... I want to get to around 250-ish on the weight level. Mm. Uh, want a new place and a new whip. I'm getting after it in 2024, if you yeah, can't you tell. Try, yeah, you try, You got to get to it, dog. I'm telling yeah, you. I, yeah, telling I ain't you. sleep. You hear me? So, Man, I'm trying to get shit. after it, bro. But look, let, me, let me answer this, right? No, man, I'm listen, I'm just trying to be better in all facets. Real simple talk. like I, like there's oh, a lot of like there's that. a lot of financial goals that i have uh-huh. um and then obviously just building media then but right. outside of that it's just really just being better on all fronts um but i i, I mean i just feel like 2024 is just going to be one of those those years where i'm gonna take like a big step and i feel as though it's gonna be like big for media then so we'll see how it goes with media then and real hoops when it comes down to that but i really do feel like for sure I feel like I feel like something's brewing. I feel like this is probably like the beginning of something like great brewing. You know what I'm saying? Same, same. For yeah. Sure. And then as far as far as your question with AR, I mean, bro, to be real, like AR, look, AR might not be like prime Gary Payton, right? Right. Like I think that's what people are expecting. And I would say this: Austin Reeves has spoken about this on a couple podcasts where he said mm-hmm. that. When he first, when he got into the league, in order for him to get on the floor, to like get on the floor, like in order for him to play, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. he had to do the dirty work pretty much. So he was defending his ass off. Right. He was, you know, diving on the floor for, you know, loose balls, you know, 50 right. balls, all that other right. shit. And it was cool. Now that he's emerging into this role, especially after last season mm-hmm. where he would, he became a starter and he kind of just like took off. Mm-hmm. Dog, like he's he's expected. Well, I don't know if it's in his head or if, you know it's the coaching squad, or whatever. But they, you know, seems to me as though he he is needed to be aggressive offensively. Correct. But but I think that that like takes a toll on him defensively mm-hmm. because now your brain is not there anymore in terms of trying to do the dirty locking work. in. Yeah, right. and so and so, not only that, but now. Teams are teams have a, a a scouting report on him now, right? So now they know his weaknesses, and you got to think about it, right? And I explained this before. Austin Reeves haven't had like a, a off season for real outside of like the off season after his rookie year. Um, he hasn't really had an off season where he can truly work on himself, like work on his body, work on his game, all that other stuff. Yeah, and even that season kind of tainted because it's, it's centered around Westbrook. So now his role is, you know what I'm saying, you don't really know his role. Westbrook exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, the 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 role was di- the roles are different, the asks are different. Mm-hmm. And then when you put together the fact that he was playing in FIBA and he didn't get a chance to like hit the gym. Nah, gain yeah. muscle, right. work on his individual game, all that other stuff. Right. What happened was his confidence shot up because he mm-hmm. was in FIBA. So right. now when you see him playing now, he's 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 willing to keep the ball to himself and, and score. That's right. why he was working out in that six man role, because now he can just you could just put the ball in his hands, let him score. If he need to play right. make, he'll do that. Right. But outside of that, he didn't get stronger because he couldn't. He couldn't yeah, work on his live. individual game to deal with certain situations because he couldn't. Right. So I ex- I expect the, him to have a leap um, this after this season. But what it really is, dog, is he just has to figure it out with himself, try to figure mm-hmm. out that balance. Right. You know I mean, like right now, he's in that moment where he is emerging to be um, – an important player for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like the right. man has his own shoe. Mm-hmm. He's co-owner of the of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, he got it. Just got an extension. Right. He's 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 in and out of starting lineup, bench lineup, whatever. Right. Like he's 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 definitely trying to find his way um, as a pivotal member of the Lakers. Right. But. As far as him being a cone, I just think that that's just the process. I think that he can get better defensively, and we've seen him actually yeah. play good defense. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So it's that's not like I he ask. can't do it. Yeah. You feel me? That's but, a fact. Yeah. So that's that's really what it is. I don't. I don't. And then I mean, bro, they played the Phoenix Suns yesterday, and he got cooked. It's Bradley Bill, though. It it's Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, and KD taking turns yeah, yeah. on Yeah, it ain't no scrub. Pulse. It ain't scrub kicking him. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah, it ain't no scrub kicking him, bro. You feel me? Them three, you know what I'm saying? Top 20, top 30 in the league scores. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, giving you 30 each one. Even three of them give you 30 any given night. Yeah. Now, Austin Reeves, you can't expect Austin Reeves to do nothing with that. But my no. only, my only thing is... Austin, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna have these matchups with guys that are like real deal bucket getters like this, yeah, if they gonna sit there and hunt you, 
bro, you're going to have to be aggressive with them, bet. That's, That's my fact. only thing, bro. That's like, I, I hate when Austin gets into those moments where he stops being aggressive because of whoever's in front of him. Like, bro, damn all that. Go at his chest. Get him to foul out. That's what you're going to... I mean, you you good at That's that. You're good at getting yourself and into your spots, pulling up, yeah. you know, and pitting people in foul trouble. Bradley right. Bill ain't going to guard you. Devin Booker ain't going to guard you. That ain't his game neither. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Take advantage of that, bro. Like, right. the same way how they can come over and shoot a shot over you, bro, you can go right back at them. You're taller than them, for one. Both of them. How, t- how tall is I thought Austin Reeves was like 6'4". Austin Reeves is 6'5". Wow, I'm asleep. He's 6'5". That's so what it's I like, choose. Bro, it's like, go at them, bro. Go yeah, at them. Yeah. Forget them. They're not going. They're not going to guard you with anything. Uh, not, right. not with all they might and soul. That's not happening. You know what I mean? So it's not right. like they're gonna just sit in the chair with you. And I mean, even if they sit there and try to seem like they're sitting in the chair with you, nothing is happening with that. Right. You know what I mean, so just be aggressive with them. That's it. Right. That, okay. Outside of that, he'll he'll be able to be better. Right. Okay. You know I mean? That's fair. That's fair. So, but let's let's let's. Let's talk. Let's talk. Because this is really the first question that I, I really want to bring up, right? Is it over so, for the Warriors? Oh, yeah. Over with. Put them in the backwood. Uh, roll them into the retirement home. Unless they get some game-breaking trade, y'all cooked. <laughs> yeah, y'all in the kitchen right now. Spice is all on top of y'all. You know what stat I've seen in 2024? You know who's out playing Steph Curry? Kobe White. Go look it up, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's going on with, with Steph Curry right now. You want to know why? Everybody can key in on him. And he ain't no 6'9 forward that could just go through you and go by you. He's a 6'3 shooter. Granted, greatest shooter ever. But when you're keyed in with guys who are 6'5 and up and are athletic and are fighting through the screens and Draymond is now docile and, and Kevon Looney, we can forget about him. He's an offensive juggernaut as far as getting rebounds. But he ain't trying to score. So who's gonna score for you? Clay Trash, uh, um, Moody's in his feelings. Kaminga's in his feelings because of the coaching staff not putting them in the proper positions. Chris Paul is on his absolute last leg. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all are fried, deep sautéed, and y'all will not make the playoffs unless y'all make some drastic change. It's over, done. We need though. Dog, the minute the minute that I saw them get whooped out by the Pelicans by almost forty, I was like, "Oh shoot!" And, and the way how fun. the way how it was done, because you would have thought that things would have been a little bit better because Draymond came back from that suspension, but he, clearly he's not. docile now. If you docile Draymond Green, I know I was clowning them Trench Baby Green, and he would still be Trench Baby Green. But if you make Draymond Green docile, he is now eliminated essentially because being aggressive and playing with force is his entire game. He's not a great scorer. He's not a great shooter. He's an all-time defender, but that's it. You know what I mean? He could make play make for you, but if your guys are not hitting shot, now you only have a defender on the court because he's not going to create for himself. And that's what Steph Curry needs. He needs somebody to create for himself. Clay is an absolute shell of himself. He looks like he's just running around out there, jacking up whatever shot comes to him instead of playing within the game. Straight cardio. Yeah, just holding R2 on 2K. That's all you're doing. Yeah, you're just doing some trigger exercise. You're trash right now, Clay. And and he's the type of person, it's not it's not hitting him yet. He's still trying to relive 2019 and prior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're washed. You can't play defense. And now that your shot is absolutely gone, 
what use are you to me now? There's nobody to come say the words. It's, it's a wrap. It's done. That's kind of sad when you bring that up, like how Clay is kind of just like, st- I, he's just constantly trying to get back to that form. It's not going to happen. Injury. Yeah. It's injury. It, it you know what I'm saying? It happens to the best players ever. And it's just happening to him. And it's these are lower extremities. Um, if you look at Clay's shot in particular, his shot is really, really so much so balance oriented. And certain times when he pulls up for a J, it looks like he's guessing and he doesn't want to land. And that's ruining his entire metric of his shot, even though he probably has the prettiest shot of all time. But he's cooked. He's cooked. And because he's cooked, Wiggins looks disinterested. They've docile Draymond Green. Kevon Looney is a great dirty work guy. He's an, an absolute non-factor on offense. Chris Paul is on his last legs, and the young guys have checked out mentally. It's a wrap for the Warriors season. They should be looking to see who's playing in the NBA draft. Do we even have a draft right now with all the picks? I don't even know. We can look it up, but I, I don't even know because I mean they've I'm been they've right had now. a good amount of picks because I mean the Warriors has been asked like for a long time. So I'm sure that they may have <laughs> one more probably, but I just don't know. Uh, let's see. Draft. Da, 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 da. They will hold picks 23, 24, unless the pick lands in the top four. See? So, that, and it really, that really sounds like a pick swap. Somebody, they swap the pick with somebody. You know what I'm with the Grizzlies. And then what, and what, and what, what, what's trippy about this is they did all these moves, right? And they got young talent, and now their young talent, especially the the main ones, are complaining. Like you got Kaminga complaining, and see, yep. bro, I told people before, dog, and you and I both know, like we have our family is, you know, are from different countries, right? We know for a fact that when like foreigners have no filter. None. At, like, at all. Like, None. And, and that could just be the way how things are, but then it also is just the way how language uh, is translated. Yeah. And, because, and so yeah. some of the PC stuff that Americans may speak, like, yeah. it's, it doesn't translate the same in another language. That's a fact. So with Kaminga being African, dog, like, he has no filter. So it didn't right. even shock me that he came out saying what he said. About right. not believing that Kerr is the right coach for him, right? You know what I mean for him to play through all the mistakes, whatever like that. But, but it's just it's just it's just crazy to see. And then right after that, Moody's agent was saying that he was having issues. So mm-hmm. I, really, the way how I see it is, they're gonna they're gonna make a trade, dog. And I think they're gonna trade for Siakam. I think they're trading for. Siakam. I I think Siakam is subliminally trying to get himself. Towards the Golden State Warriors, they're saying that everybody but Steph is available. The 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 team got booed after the loss against the Pelicans. Clay sitting there saying, "Well, I'm Who not cares? gonna lose sleep over it." You right. know what I'm saying? Steph is saying, "Well, hey, you know, some change yep. has to be made." So clearly, like everybody knows that something is about to happen. One thousand. But Thousand. but for who though? I think it's Siakam. Who you think? I think a Siakam is a good one for that team. Uh, clearly, the De- De- DeJounte Murray has been available to all 29 other teams besides his own. 
I think Siakam would be a good fit because he could pretty much play into that, you know, Andrew Riggins role. Um, and he's already been a second, the second best player on a championship team, like, you know what I'm saying, the Wiggins. Granted, it was 2019, but I think, I think that'll work. I, I think maybe that's what they need. And, and I don't get it. Andrew Wiggins, I don't know what's going on on off the court, but it, it seems, he seems disinterested every time I watch the Warriors. He seems to have checked out as well as the other young guys. So I think you you get Wiggins out of there, you get one of the young guys, see if they like Kaminga or, or Moody or both, to get Siakam over here. Um, I think Clay could just help space the floor and keep it honest. But I don't know if Kerr is going to be the right person to have that conversation with him to be like, hey, hey my G, you trash. It's ain't 2016. I need you to cut back on your shots. Siakam is our second guy right now. Of course, we need you to catch a shoot, but you're not the second guy no more. We've regressed, and Siakam is better than you in 2024, my brother in Christ. And Dang. you can come to grips with that. Dang. So uh, that's what I would do if I'm the Warriors. I would get Wiggins out of there because Wiggins and, and, and Siakam, if you take Sillin for Sillin, they're essentially the same player. Um, and I'll get one of the young guys to Toronto. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they they have a nice youth movement, uh, uh, quickly doing what he's doing. Uh, uh, um, and Barrett is, is home. You know, it could only go two ways when you're at the crib. We've seen what Westbrook was like when he was at the crib, crib playing for the team team. It could go bad. You know, or it could be in a whole other comfort zone playing for you. And it's not a, you're going back to your city like Westbrook. You're going back to your country. Mm-hmm. So it's an entire different anomaly. Um, and he seems happy there, you know. Barrett is definitely an above-average wing um, and very serviceable. I think they could, you know, do a youth movement there. I would try to aim for Kaminga and Wiggins if I'm the Raptors. And if you give me both of those guys, yeah, get, get Siakam to the Warriors. You know, they're in a whole nother conference. But, yeah, I, I agree with you, bro. Yeah, and plus Wiggins is from Toronto, too, so he'd be going to the crib, too. Boom. Come on, now. That would Come actually work. That would definitely make you interested in playing some basketball if you, you're going back to the crib. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then even... Bruh, I do want to ask you this because now we talk about trades. Yeah. So, so Kawhi, right? Kawhi mm-hmm. just signed his extension for mm-hmm. like three more years. Mm-hmm. And he said that he signed it because he's pretty sure that everybody would be coming back. But when you think about it, the Clippers, um, their books has been crazy. Like since yeah. they signed Kawhi and Paul George. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. now well, you got James Harden coming over. Um, and even though they're working, like even though things are going good for him, right. James Harden trying to get that max, bro. He one thousand percent will not take anything less than a max, especially after Darren Morey snaked him in, in Philadelphia. Um, yeah. Now clearly Westbrook has invested not only rotationally but financially with that severe pay cut he took to stay with the Clippers. Who else will do it? Is it Norman Powell, who's pretty much been y'all fifth to fourth best player outside of Zubac? Is he gonna take a cut? Are you going to get rid of Zubak, who's been playing very well? Who is going to take the cut? Because there is zero possibility that a Mr. Harden is taking anything less than a max after what happened. But who said that Russell Wilson would take a cut again? Because think about it. When he, when he was finally traded from the Lakers, mm-hmm. realistically, he was eligible to get like a, a, a max contract that can pay him like 50 plus million a year. So he turned that down. So 
now with everything going on with the Clippers, they're building their new arena that's supposed to open next year and all that other stuff. Who's to say that he will turn it down again? I'm going to tell you why. We could probably put up career earnings, and I can probably almost bet that OKC contract that he signed during his MVP season probably has him a little bit over what James Harden has gotten paid thus far, even with all the pay cuts. Um, I think he'll be fine with, you know, taking a pay cut. He's already accepted it from a rotational standpoint. And if you're Russell Westbrook in your mid-30s, there's no way that you're thinking you're going to have a second prime, right? You're trying to win a championship at this particular point in time, and what better way to do it with three other guys who from the crib? So uh, he's shown that he could be unselfish on the court, off the court. Uh, and, yeah, James Harden's not taking that now. So, so yeah, but, I already know. But does that mean that James Harden officially has taken Russell uh, Russell Westbrook's spot? Yes. If you want to talk about the hierarchy of things, uh, a case could be said that Kawhi and Paul George have been 1A and 1B. I look up, Paul George is the guy one game. I look up, Kawhi is the guy one game. Those guys are 1,000% 1A and 1B on any given night. Uh... But Westbrook has been a table setter, and they've never had that through their entire tenure. They've never had a guard that could go get you 8 to 12 assists on any given night because of the attraction that he still does. Because this is a guy who's not only won multiple scoring titles, he's won multiple assist titles. So he knows how to throw lobs. He knows when to speed it up. He knows certain things that a regular guard is not going to know. So if you want to talk about from a hierarchy standpoint, he's 1,000% the third best player at this very juncture. Now, Westbrook's role, I don't know if you've been watching because of that data ops. Westbrook's role is super important as well because what he does off the bench, what he's been doing extremely well is feeding the big guys. I don't know if you've been watching the dots that was, so he makes his Zubat look like him. He be going crazy. Bruh, he's making Zubat look like him. And Daniel fights too. Bro, the, the, the chemistry he has with the big guys. The, the, and this is a multiple-time assist leader as well. You, people say triple-doubles, triple-doubles. Mm. But in order to get a triple-double, ladies and gentlemen, you have to average 10 or more assists if you mm. want to do math. He knows what he's doing with the basketball. Granted, he could be turnover crazy sometimes, but he knows what he's doing with the basketball, ladies and gentlemen. But if you want to look at it from the hierarchy standpoint, I think he knows. I think he knows. That's how it had to be for them to be successful. They weren't going to go as far with him as the third option. Um, that's currently constructed. It was going to be impossible. That's why they were losing so bad because they didn't know the hierarchy. And as soon as they figured it out, boom, it was right. Yeah, word, word, word. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Hey, you saw um Stephen Stephen A going crazy on Jason Whitlock. Stephen A. <laughs> I know you said that you spoke to your pastor, my brother in Christ. <laughs> But you're doing God's work. That's why your pastor ain't saying nothing. Yeah, you're doing God. Listen, any there's nobody on this entire planet. There's very, very few people where I can say the slander is 1,000% accurate. I don't have to hold a conversation with said person to see what type of person this person is. It's Fatlock. There is... Wait, you called him Fatlock? Fat <laughs> he can't comment on nothing but snacks. Yeah, that's what LeVar Fox said. You can't comment on nothing but snacks. Hey, Fatlock. Mind your business, bro. 
I don't know who listens to Jason Whitlock in 2024. You're a bum. You are a bum. And I'm happy that somebody of Stephen A's stature uh, uh, ethered you, if you may. If somebody like Chris Broussard distanced himself from you, this is a guy who's super religious, you're a scrub. There is nobody who's been around Whitlock that has good things to say after they've left Whitlock. Not Jamel, not anybody, not any credible journalist is defending you, fat lock. That should let you know what type of person you are. You're trash. And the slander is very well recommended. I, it was just so funny to watch Stephen A. cuss. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Isn't it? And he said, you bitch. <laughs> oh, my God, I was down in my room, boy. I was losing it. You bitch. I said, this Stephen A.? Hold on, I had to run it back. Why that boy carry one time? Shout out to Stephen A. He's a bum. And all the slander is, it, I don't have to hold a conversation with Fat Lock to know that he's scum. So I'm happy that, you know what I'm saying, Stephen A. went ahead and gave him the ether. You're a scrub and you're a bum, Fat Lock. I don't know how Jason Woodlock is even like, well, actually I do, because controversy brings a lot of engagement. So now I think that's about what it. it is. Yeah, that's that's the reason why he's still on there. Because to be honest, bro, I've never seen Jason Woodlock ever make like a um, a good take, a, a valuable take, not a good wow. take, a valuable take, bro. It was always like a trash ass hot take, bro. Bro, you know when you want to know when he lost me? God rest his soul. The way he used to do Kobe. Why he was still on this earth? Oh, that let me know everything I needed to know about. I'm not saying you got to say that Kobe's the goal, like, you know what I'm saying, like, Rashard McCance or whatever. You can feel the way about Kobe, but the things that he was saying from a journalistic integrity standpoint, that lets you know everything I need to know about this gentleman. How you commenting on Kobe the way that you comment on and, and you can't lose 30 pounds? And then when he and then when he passes, this is what gives gives him a terrible rap. And then when he passes, you want to give him his flowers? You're a pathetic human being if you operate like that, if you ask me. So fat lock, you deserve all the slander. I'm sorry. That's whack. He, Jason Whitlock is equivalent to like the Nasus Antetokounmpo to me. Like he literally has like <laughs> no purpose, bro. <laughs> like, he has no purpose, dog. The Nasus Antetokounmpo has to be the Top that two funniest, funniest players guy. in the NBA right now, dog. The only funnier guy I would give is probably Pat. Because Pat is delusional. He know he delusional, but he's delusional because he wants to troll. I give it to Pat. Yeah, I don't Pat know, bro. I like I, him, if, if there's anybody that I'm putting over Thanasis, it's Draymond. I'm sorry. Draymond is freaking <laughs> Trench funny, baby green. bro. Bro, he is hilarious, dog. But Thanasis, bro, there was a video going around on Twitter earlier. The Nasus. You saw that shit, right? Yes, bro. <laughs> there was like six foot seven, 220 player comp me. <laughs> he just missing lays. I'm like, boy, if your last Yo. name was any different. Well, yeah, would have been in the ring league. Boy, you hear me. The Nasus is hilarious. I, I still don't see. I know that, see, man, boy, Thanasis is lucky that Giannis is the man in like Milwaukee. He's the man. He like, he's lucky. I just know, I know that the Milwaukee organization, the Bucks organization, organization never brought up, like, the suggestion to, like, give up the Nassus. Right. But I'm sure that they probably tried to, like... Finesse. Like just wiggle it in there, like, hey, the Nassus. I mean, hey, Giannis, you know, we can really improve the roster, but we just, 
We just need more roster spots. Just one more room. No. <laughs> if only you can help us get a roster spot. Bro. No, no, no. Wherever I go, my brother goes. If my brother don't play, then I don't play. <laughs> when I go, I go. And this guy, bro, he is one of the funniest voices in the league, too. Giannis, oh, my God. Giannis, but the number one funny voice, who it is? That boy, Cap. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every time I watch an interview with Cap, I'm dying, bro. <laughs> It'd be killing me. He know that his voice is high, and then he'd be attempting to try to make it deep. Really? Like, I'm like, bro, just give it up. Bro. It's all right, bro. I just don't understand how a seven foot guy boy could be that high, but you know, I, 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 I just comment on basketball. The Ness is, yeah. a, oh no, 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 that's Giannis. Because the Ness, yo, the Ness is hilarious, yo. Hilarious. That dude hilarious. is hilarious, yo. Like, how do you? How are you? Outside of Giannis being your brother, because that has to be the only reason. Because there's no the reason, reason why Thanasis is not back in Greece right now. No cap. No cap. There's no, no cap. way he's not in Greece right now, dog. Bro, he should be on uh, um, seat 100. He should be on the 100 level watching the game. He shouldn't even be on the bench. Yeah, he shouldn't be. It's niggas out there that, that play better than that. Come on now. And I'm going to tell you what's even. I'm going to tell you what's crazy, right? Giannis, Giannis even said that he learned how to play basketball from Thanasis. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what? Listen, <laughs> you ever, damn, you the older brother, so you kind of don't know. I'm the youngest. So a lot of the game that I got from my older brother, and you know what I'm saying, we've played ball plenty of times. A lot of games that I got from my older brother, my brother's a better shooter than me, ladies and gentlemen. He is. Mm-hmm. I've accepted is. it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's cool. He's always been an elite shooter. At a particular point in time, I'm like, I'm never going to outshoot him. Now it's time to expand my game. I go learn how to post. I go learn how to pass. But most importantly, I learn how to play defense. But it mm. all stemmed from him placing the ball in my hands and teaching me the rules, etc. But I had to learn different strengths. All right, he's a better shooter. I'm going to be a better all-around scorer. I'm going to be a better defender. But the foundation of it Came from my older brother. So it could very well be done. You know what I'm saying? Granted, the gap, <laughs> gap ain't that big between me and my brother. Because my brother's not trash. Um, so <laughs> you can learn <laughs> a lot of different things from your elder brother and expand on it. So it's not too crazy far-fetched, bro. We've seen the younger brother, the majority of the time, be better than the older brother. Is Brooke older than Robin? Let me see. Brooke, Lopez, and Robin. Robin, Robin, uh, isn't isn't Robin um signed with Milwaukee right now? Yeah, damn, they actual twins, bro. So I don't even know who older. <laughs> yeah, it's like brother central over there, dog. It's like yeah, hella yeah, siblings yeah. over there, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty like, sure Brooke. You going? You gonna have players? You gonna have players bringing their kids to play for the the Bucks in a second? Facts. They're gonna be like, oh, who's your daddy over there? Which one? <laughs> Bruh, like it's, it's, and then he had his other brother for a short period of time signed to the Bucks for like a day, and then they dropped him. <laughs> Giannis, you got all the pull in Milwaukee, dog. You the big dog in Milwaukee. I would never leave if I was you. You gonna make half a billion dollars. You've won the championship, multiple MVPs. Your brother gets to play with you, and he your bodyguard. That's why yeah, he, bro. He, he not there to put no jersey on. He's bodyguard, bro. Pretty much. 
And not not only that, but I mean, shoot, you know, you get to walk around Milwaukee with notoriety because you're Giannis brother. Hey, why not? Yeah, facts. Come on now. You already know he he get the pass everywhere he go in Milwaukee. Come on now. Ain't nobody about to check Giannis. Even though he trash, that that come on now. That be bro. Come on, bro. We good. Man. The Nassis, you really need to take your talents overseas, to be honest. I ain't gonna lie to you, big dog. He need to be directly. He might get yeah. busted in Euro. Yeah, yeah, he might get busted he, over there, too. He, he, re- he really might need to go to referee school if we being real. <laughs> <laughs> that boy really might need to be a zebra. Because that's probably bro, the only time you're gonna consistently see the court, my boy. Boy about to go to the University of Tony Brothers, bitch. I'm trying to show you. <laughs> about to be in that bit with Steve Javi. <laughs> I'm trying to show you. Oh, God. Boy, you better practice that whistle. Boy, that's what you need to be practicing. Stop taking jumpers. Go get that whistle around your neck. Wear it like a chain for a couple months. And then just start practicing. Just start blowing whistles randomly. Blow the whistle randomly when you're walking through Milwaukee. Just scaring them. A six foot seven big nigga just with a whistle? What you gonna do? Come on now. Come on, man. Come on. But at go, least go but at least you whistle. in shape. You can run up and down. You yeah, got all yeah, the yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, And you And you closer to, you know what I'm saying? It's like you on the NBA court. That's you probably get more run on the NBA court as a ref as you're getting. Cause you come on now. Boy, I mean, play. I mean, can, yeah, can they you? Yeah, they be up four. They don't be putting in the game, man. Can you imagine Thanasis uh, calling an offensive foul? That should be hard. Like he, <gasps> what? That nigga be like, like he might want to fight a nigga. He played an offensive foul. Man, Thanasis calling a blocking foul. I be thinking this nigga might, might swing on me, boy. Hold on, wait a minute. Man, the Nassas be locked in even though he don't be seeing the court at all. He be locked in. Bruh, you, <laughs> you ever seen that meme where <laughs> he right by the TV and he got the video game? <laughs> and like, blood that he playing. <laughs> 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 I mean, thought this is on the sideline, bro. Oh, my God. He's hilarious. You, you might be right. He might be the funniest dude. I'm dude. telling you, bro. Top two player in the in the uh, top two funniest <laughs> NBA player right now. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling yeah, you. I, think that I don't care who three. you add in that top two. The Nassis is in there, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's Draymond, Pat, and Thanos is for me. No particular order. Gotta be, dog. Gotta be. Let's 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 go ahead and wrap it up. Let's get into real talk. And this is run is really just gonna be like your reaction because I really want to know what you feel about this. Look, I don't know about you, but I like my hoops unfiltered, especially if it's about that Miami Heat. Heat Nation stand up here. If you do too, then tune in to Real Hoops. There's nothing better than hearing straight up unadulterated talk about ball and all the chaos that comes with it. You can go find Real Hoops on all podcast platforms. Go enjoy and run it up for your boy. Year. So a, a clip is going around, right? <clears throat> Of Gilbert Arenas podcast, you know Gilbert Arenas is always like, you know, he, yeah, hella, hella takes, hella takes for days, for days, for days, for days. It's, it seems as though you can't really even like escape his takes now. But um, he made the take saying that the heat now it's not heat culture anymore, it's spo culture. But do you agree with that? Because your teammate is Karan Butler, who was one of the pillars of heat culture. And I'm going to tell you why it's heat culture. This precedes Eric Spolstra. This is when 
Spo was a video coordinator, right? The transition came when we lost in 1999 to the New York Knicks with a Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning, who are both Hall of Famers in their own right. A culture change needed to be made. So we bring in a Pat Riley, who, of course, is going to hurt Pat. Pat literally came from New York. Know the history. So that goes on. We stink for the next few years, right? A culture change needed to be made. We ended up getting the number three pick in Dwayne Wade. Blessings. Timothy, third greatest shooting guard ever, right? So the second year comes around. We have Stan Van Gundy at this particular point in time calling the helm. And Shaq goes, Pat, I'm trying to get you to come down. He comes down. We win the chip. But if you know Pat Riley, who's won five championships as a coach in L.A., Magic already stated, we going to run. <laughs> yeah, with Pat, we going to run. They Their practices were greater than games. Mm-hmm. So he already learned that from a winning environment with a winning franchise with an all-time great top three player, top five player, wherever you want to put Magic Johnson, you damn sure ain't putting Kareem, you know what I'm saying, lower than three. Mm-hmm. He did it over there. He made it tough in New York. He damn near beat Jordan. But I think he maybe was missing a piece or so. He damn near beat Jordan with the same tough mentality. Mm-hmm. Pat comes in. We win the chip. And then he steps down and gives it to Spo. But it came from Pat. Yeah, this all came from Pat. This came from Pat saying, you're going to show up in shape. Your body fat going to be 8%. We got a curfew. And we're going to get to it. Ain't going to be no nonsense. Or you're going to sit. I ain't even going to play with you. Don't care if you Shaq. Don't mm. care if you Wade. Don't mm. care if you Haslam. I don't care what that name say on the back of the jersey. This is how he's going to run it because I've won five championships this very same way, and I'm going to do it here. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to do it here, I'm going to do it with you or without you. All right, boom. So that happens. LeBron comes in. Spo is a new coach. He's only four years into his assignment, and at this particular point in time, Spo is in his very early 40s. This is a young guy. Word is going around that he wants... Same thing that happened to, for Pat to come down and coach. Spo brings in, come here. Let me talk to you. Writes the number on the board. Call him right now in front of me if you want me to step down. Because I ain't stepping down. So all of this is rooted in Pat Ryan. It's nothing to do with Spo. Spo is a disciple and a genius because he learned the game from Pat. But Pat is the guy instilled that in Spo, and Spo learned that from, from Pat, and then he had vets to implement that. UD already won, but he was there the entire time. So it was like an extra coach, even though he played maybe two games out the season. And because UD, who's a three-time champion, is being held to a certain standard, the young guy's gonna fall in line. Everybody else is gonna fall in line because they know that Pat doesn't respect the name on the back of the jersey. You're gonna come work. And some guys didn't want to work. So it's not no Spo culture. I get that he want to give Spo his flowers, but this is all rooted in Pat Riley coming in to make the culture change as a five-time champion. And that's why we got them banners up there. Pat Riley. 
<clears throat> it's really that simple. I, I've always explained it like that. A lot of people think that heat culture is just, you know, going out on the floor and just playing hard. And I always <clears throat> explain, nah, man, it's a real lifestyle. And I will right. say this too, man. Pat Riley really, uh, really did his thing with implementing that type of culture because right. anybody can come to Miami and really get caught up in the life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's easy when you were hundred thousand there. Imagine if you're a multi-millionaire. Yeah, it's oh. easy. It's easy. Just take take yourself down one eighty third. With with no state you go tax. Go from G five to Tootsie's to Tootsie's to the office. With no state tax. Bam. What? Bam. What you think you're doing as a hundred thousand there in, in my head? Imagine a multi-millionaire with no state tax. The women we see down here. See, ladies and gentlemen, we live here, so it's a different aspect. I could go get in my car and drive to the heat arena and it will not take me more than 30 minutes and I stay in South Broward. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Can you imagine what I could do if I'm a millionaire. Get a condo what? on Collins. What? And just, come on now. Are you crazy? It's easy to get distracted. But guess what? And I'm going to tell you why I still, Pat. It's easy to get distracted in LA too. Mm. And he won five of them hoes over there. So it was easy. It was easy. Lifestyles is different. The taxes is a little bit different, but the lifestyles are similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad women over there in LA too. It's easy to get caught up when you want I'm to be in you. LA. It's real easy. I'm telling you, it's three places. Well, now it's more places, but historically it's been three places: Miami, LA, and New York. Now it's Miami, LA, New York, Houston, Atlanta, Toronto, Toronto, Dallas. You know what? what I mean? It's, it's places like these that now, like people getting in trouble, yo. Yeah, facts. Facts, facts. But yeah, it's just rooted in Pat Riley. I wish he knew, but we gotta respect Gilbert because he he them the average thirty in an era where nobody was averaging thirty. If your name wasn't Kobe, LeBron, mm-hmm. or Wade, so I gotta give him his flowers. But I just feel like he's miseducated when it comes to Miami Heat basketball, and I'll just be educated, bro. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could just come on there and talk to him, and be like, "This is why," et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. maybe one day, you never know. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Okay, good take. Well, <clears throat> that was a long one, but a good one, nevertheless. Yes, sir. But as I said, that's about it, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe where you hear and or see the pod. And follow us on social media at media then underscore, at young Rilla, at real hoops underscore. And um, get into your weekend strong, folks. Yes, sir. Please. Yeah, especially hoops. There's a lot of hoops coming on. Um. Football season is coming to an end, so yes, just try to uh, enjoy as much sports as you can before we get back into the summer of just nothingness. All right. Oh boy, it's coming around the corner. I'm yeah, telling you, bro, that's the, the that's the worst thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst this. thing. It's the worst thing. I swear, it's the worst thing. But you gotta look, play NBA basketball out there. <laughs> bro, I'm hey, telling you, man. Thank thank God for the WNBA season being that's in the a summer. Fact. You know what I mean? But boy. They, they have turn. they have to find a way though, man. Like the NBA, they, they, somebody they, they, gotta find a way. Them two girls, I told you. Hey, girl, that Caitlyn and that. Hey, hey. this this is magic and, and bird in real time from another gender. Real talk, Caitlyn, bro. That there was a clip going around of Caitlyn Clark with this four point play where she hit it from like a little bit past the half court, but like did it like in so like seamlessly. Like that chick is an android. I ain't gonna lie. To that. You. That woman is box office. Yeah. And she's the, gonna the, 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 the revenue gonna shoot. She she gonna be the for, the first 
woman with a nine-figure deal. She's that box office. Got to be, huh? Yeah, it's going to be her. And I and I already told you, dog, she, she's that good because she played with boys in the AAU. She played with boys. You know it's going to keep evolving. The way People how she shoots. the NBA is young. I'm telling you, man. It's she don't, she don't shoot like a WNBA NBA. player. She has hella balance. She has hella moxie. She's Bro. a dog. Like, sure she, she is. She's she going to get that magic deal. Remember when early on magic signed? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's going to get that magic. It's going to be that box office. She's a white woman who could play like a guy in the WNBA who's starving for attention. They're going to throw the entire bag at her. Watch. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I ain't even think about that. That is true. Oh, shoot. Yeah, the yeah. WNBA is going to get kind of crazy. I ain't gonna That's lie. what I'm saying. That's and there's crazy. zero, you feel me, interference with the I'm saying WNBA and the NBA because they're mm-hmm. on completely different times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to get turned. Oh, yeah, shoot. it's going to get yeah. turned. Them yeah, two girls get... is going to turn it up. You got me ready for the summer now. Yes, sir. You got me ready for the summer. Yes, sir. But all right, man. We'll talk to y'all next time, man. Just make sure that y'all follow us, like, comment, subscribe, as I said before. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Show. It's in real